We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. They're going to kill the love of my life. Daisy! If I don't go back to what I was doing. This Friday. Our line of work is quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? Of course it's dangerous! Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain for love. Collide in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13. Welcome to the Rotowire DFS podcast. I'm your host, Josh Hayes, joined as always by Benny Ricciardi as we break down the Tuesday NBA DFS slate. You can always find Benny on Twitter at BennyR11 and over at RotoCurve, Rotowire, and as a featured writer on the DraftKings Playbook. And you can also follow me on Twitter at Josh Hayes FS. The Rotowire DFS podcast is available on iTunes and Stitcher, so if you get a chance to rate, review, and subscribe, go ahead and do so. And don't forget to leave us five stars if you choose to do so. Benny. Welcome to our first Tuesday show of the season. Yeah, it's a much better slate than our first Monday show of the season. So pretty, ha- <laughs> pretty happy about that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's more than three games. We, uh, What are we going to do with ourselves? This is amazing. Uh, so you know what we can do? We can just, uh, without hesitation, like just look at like a little quick Steph Curry release. Just start, start it off, boom. So quickly, oh so quickly, at the point guard position for the Tuesday slate. Eight games, 16 teams in action. Tell me what you got. Yeah, there's actually quite a few point guard options at basically every price point. So let me give you the short list of guys that I'm looking at. 
I like Russell Westbrook against Minnesota. Um, you know, Minnesota's the team that plays paced up. Westbrook, I mean, you know, if I got to explain to you guys why you want to use Westbrook, then you probably shouldn't be putting money on daily fantasy games anyway. Um, so he's going to be my top option on the day, one of the few guys that I am willing to pay up for. You don't have to pay up for him, though. There are a lot of other guys that are interesting. Um, Isaiah Thomas going up against the New York Knicks. We know uh, Jose Calderon defense is nothing that we're going to be scared of. Uh, Isaiah Thomas has been playing absolutely unreal lately. I think he had like a 7x value in his last game, went absolutely nuts. So he's somebody I'd be willing to spend up on. Uh, Brandon Knight against Indiana. Indiana's been playing a little bit fast this year. George Hill hasn't been as good as he you know, had been in the past on defense, so I do think that's a decent matchup there for Brandon Knight. Um, especially with no Bledsoe. We've been seeing him, you know, do a little bit more, four and a half, five X value last couple games. Um, Michael Carter Williams, it's you know, he had a bad game last time out, but before that he was giving you like five and a half to six and a half X every time he stepped on the floor. So I think he's in a pretty good spot there against Chicago. I think that game's gonna be a little bit paced up. Uh still like Drew Holiday going up against the Lakers especially. You know, he's not starting, but he's still playing 30 to 35 minutes, and he's putting up a lot of fantasy points now that he's no longer on that minutes restriction. So I think he's a, a cheaper option you could look at. Depending on how the Lakers' backcourt situation works out, if we have D'Angelo Russell and Kobe out again, um, Jordan Clarkson would be a guy to look at. And then the cheapest guy who I'm kind of going for at this point is uh, Patrick Beverly, who most people might be saying, really, but... With Ty Lawson out, we've been seeing Beverly getting 30, 35 minutes, and his price is still so cheap that, you know, you really only need 25 to 30 fantasy points out of him to make value, and I think he can definitely get that for you at the cheap price that he's at in this matchup. Yeah, I think those all those plays uh, make a bunch of sense overall, so uh, I'm with you for the most part. The one thing I'm trying to keep tabs on here is what happens with Mike Conley and his situation. Uh, because if he uh, continues to miss another game, then I definitely want to get some exposure uh, once again to uh, Mario Chalmers here mm-hmm. as well. Chalmers had a nice big game. He's playing some pretty consistently uh, large minutes uh, in Mike Conley's stead. Take a look at the game logs here. 32 and a half minutes, 40 minutes, 38 minutes in the past three games. That's good for uh, 5.3 is the low. Uh, against Denver on the price tag with 24 and a half fancy points um, went Billy big time on the road against Oklahoma City for 12.6 X and 52 fancy points and then a nice solid performance against uh, a tough Boston defensive team 32.25 fancy points good for almost 6 X in those spots so there's your little wild card there pay attention to see what happens to the game logs with Mike Conley if um, Mario Chalmers is back in the starting lineup and active the price has definitely risen significantly but he's still probably a, a nice value at 5400 ish the price might even ticked up again um for tuesday's action but that's the last price reference point that we have uh going yeah. into tuesday and so. and Connolly did miss uh they said he practiced but he didn't have a full practice he kind of couldn't get through the whole practice today so there is a very good chance that he could be out again and i would have absolutely no problem rolling chalmers if uh if that's the case yeah as uh, i i believe uh the same to be the case uh, as well, and uh, another guy that you sort of keep tabs on. I'm not all in yet, but w- because uh, it's not a great defensive matchup, but the usage rate is definitely climbing here. Is uh, um, Brandon Knight there, who has like one of the like a top three projection? Indiana does a pretty good job with George Hill um, uh, of playing defense, but we're talking about a low of 34 fantasy points produced here um, since 
uh, we're talking about January 2nd. So basically the new year, four, uh, four games overall. He's got a 41 in there, a 39.25, and the price has been holding pretty steady at 7,500. It was at a peak of uh, 8,200, so you're still in discount territory with Brandon Knight, and if he can keep up the uh, keep up or creep up the production, however you want to pronounce it. Both of those phrases work. Uh, there's another guy that you can talk, take a look at um, that if you don't want to pay all the way up for Restbook, which I can never be against, uh, then there's another, another good mid-price option for you there. All right, we are up to the shooting guard position here for Tuesday's action. Let's talk about your top options here. Yeah, I don't really like uh, James Harden in this spot. I mean, he's always somebody who's a viable GPP play. Because he can get you 50, 60 fantasy points. But I really don't love the matchup against Memphis. Memphis is a little bit of a slower-paced team. Um, you know, even though they, they have started playing that, you know, smaller ball style, it almost seems like they're switching it back again now and going with, uh, you know, big minutes for Zebo and having Zebo and Gasol on the floor at the same time. So I think this is a game that I'd be okay not using Harden and Cash. Um, for Cash, I really like Tyreek Evans, actually. He's been playing a little bit more. There's a good chance that we might not have Brow again here, um, which is usually when Tyreek Evans steps it up. And they're playing the L.A. Lakers, who's a team that we have been picking on all season long. So there's no reason for me to really stop now. So guys that I'm willing to pay up for, I think I like Tyreek over Jimmy Butler, who's on the back-to-back, although I don't hate his matchup either with Milwaukee. Um, But I think Reek is probably going to be the number one option that I pay up for if I'm paying up at the spot. Yeah, uh, Tyreek Evans is a lock chalk uh, play for me in this spot. We know the Lakers uh, cough it up like there's no tomorrow uh, to to the uh, uh, shooting guard position. And, I mean, if we're talking about what's going to happen defensively, it's an absolute premium play if he actually gets um, Lou Williams slash D'Angelo Russell defense. I believe Russell's nicked up with an ankle issue, so he may not even play. And it's still a good play against Jordan, Jordan Clarkson. Not necessarily for Jordan Clarkson's sake. Um, you know, he is obviously part of the issue. Um, just But just because they're a bad defensive team as a whole. And um, the one I'm concerned when I take a look at Tyreek Evans is uh, rim protection because he takes so many of his shots to the hole. They mm-hmm. really have a, a, an absolute hole uh, in the rim protecting department at Roy Hibbert. Not, not nearly as good as he normally should be. So uh, I'm, I'm in on that spot. On, on the flip side of that as well, I actually do um, do not mind Lou Williams, uh, who has – the price has risen up to 6,100, but it's deservedly so. 38.5 fancy points against Utah, good for six, uh, uh, 6.3 times the price tag. And before that, once again, an OKC, because they're playing so paced up and Russell Westbrook wants no, long, no less than six seconds to be off the shot clock. On any any uh, like you know fast break play that he uh, plays, it just creates so many fancy opportunities on the offense on the offensive side for those playing OKC. And he came up with 54 fancy points, good for nine times plus uh, on that price tag there. And he either popped up on another game against Phoenix. So um, he um, Lou Williams has been doing major damage against um, you know good and lesser competition overall. So somebody I definitely uh, do not mind uh, getting some uh, overall exposure to. Uh, any other home run plays or any, anybody else that we need to mention on, on at the shooting guard position uh, for Tuesday? The, well, I actually have Lou Williams on the list, too, so I really like that call. Mm-hmm. Um, the other guy who's in that same price range that I've been kicking around is actually Monta Ellis mm-hmm. uh, from Indiana going up against Philly, um, going up against Phoenix. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. we, you know, we know Phoenix has the high pace. We know that they're not very good at guarding, well, anybody Anyone. really. <laughs> yeah, 
any, any position. It doesn't yeah. really matter. No. And it's not just that, though. I mean, Monta Ellis is only about $6,000 over on DraftKings. Yes. He's given you 35, 28, 40, 35, and 29 fantasy points, playing a minimum of 33 minutes in his last five games. So that kind of production, and I mean, even if you go back a little bit further, you go back seven, eight, nine games, had a couple 7Xs and 6Xs thrown in there, 39, 34, 39 fantasy points. So I think that he's hitting his stride in this offense now. He kind of realizes what his role is. You know, he's scoring a little more. He's he, he actually had 13 assists last game, and that's the thing that's really been bumping his score up lately. In his last four games, he's gotten 13, 8, 7, and 9 assists, which is something that's kind of out of character for him. You know, he's a guy who's usually only in, like, the two or three assist category. So for him to be putting up those kind of numbers and getting double-digit points, adding in a couple rebounds, getting a couple steals, you know, he he's able to get you up into that 30, 40 fantasy point range which is what you need to pay off the 6K salary, especially in a paced-up matchup here with Phoenix. So I do like him as well. It's a tough decision you got to make between him and Lou Williams. I think mm-hmm. it's only a $100 difference in the price. And right. to me, it really comes down to who on L.A. is out and you know how safe those minutes are going to be for Williams. For GPPs, I would have no problem um, creating a lineup with Tyreek and Lou Williams and then creating another lineup with Lou and... Um, uh, Monte Ellis and just taking the savings, combining them all together and rolling with what you have there. Another pivot that I want to give you here that's a, uh, a few hundred dollars cheaper. So if you get into a salary crunch, you can sort of flex yourself in this spot. And this is Devin Booker, who's done basically the same thing that Monte Ellis has done at a slightly lower price range there overall. The price has come up to 4700 uh, as of uh, January 8th, but still was able to score for 16 and 6 with two assists and a steal. Um, that was good for 28 fancy points, which is a super reasonable spot for you know, an expectation level from uh, a guy like him who's been thrust into the starting lineup. That was good for almost 6x uh, there as well. So if you get to the 30 fancy point uh, mark there, you know you're in 6, 6x ter- territory with uh, Devin Booker. So I like mixing matching all of the combinations, but I, yeah, but I definitely think you have to have a, a good amount of exposure to Tyreek Evans for the Tuesday slate. All right, uh, before we move forward, don't forget rotowire.com slash pod is where it's going down for your 10-day free trial. So if you want to talk about uh, some top projections, some lineup optimizers for MLB, NBA, NFL, NHL, college football, and soccer, you want to take a look at um, price tag payoffs like we keep mentioning, 5X, 6X, have it all projected all out there for you to take advantage for free 10-day trial. Rotowire.com slash pod. Make sure you check it out. Up to the mint depth charts, customizable league projections, and all the fantasy goodness that we offer you on this very show. You can have for yourself on a 10-day free trial. So make sure you check that out. Rotowire.com slash pod. And make sure you let them know that Josh and Benny sent you. All right. Let's go ahead and kick it off with the small forward position on this part of the show with your top options for cash and GPPs. Yeah, this is this is very tough position on the night. Um, I'm going to walk you guys through a couple guys that are options and kind of show you why I'm having so much trouble here. Um, you know, LeBron going up against Dallas, it's going to be a paced-up game there. Um, nothing about the small forward defense from Dallas that really scares me. But <clears throat> with LeBron and with Kevin Durant, who we can probably put them both together, you know, they're both in good spots, they're both in paced-up spots, but they're both very, very expensive. So, you know, for cash games, I think both guys can get you the 50 points that you need for them to be viable. For tournaments, though, I don't know if either one of them is gonna is, is in a good spot to get me the 65, 70 points I would need to really make them, like, upside plays in the tournament. Um, I do think Paul George, who got a little bit cheaper, 
going up against Phoenix and that paced up matchup. I think that game could wind up being like 112, 108, or, you know, 114, 111, something like that. So I could see Paul George having a huge game there. Uh, Carmelo Anthony against Boston, I think he's in a good spot going up there. I'm not as big on, you know, the guys like Kawhi and, and then, uh, you know, Giannis and, you know, TJ Warren, any of those guys. Um, TJ Warren is a guy who's kind of driving me nuts because one game he goes out and puts up 40 fantasy points, and then he comes back and plays 19 minutes and has a single-digit number. And then he goes out and scores another 40, and then he comes back with another single-digit number. So You know what you know, that says to me, yeah. GPP only, if anything, yeah. yeah absolutely, yeah. And, and it's tough. I mean, if you look at that Phoenix team right now, I mean, the guy who has honestly been the most consistent has been um, Mirza Teletovic. We're looking at 20, 38, 28, 23, 26 out of him for like $4,500. He's put up, you know, double-digit points in five games, kind of contributes across the board, always gets you a couple of the steals, the assists, the steal, uh, you know, the, the rebounds, a few three-pointers. He, when he hits a lot of three-pointers, and the reason why I really like him, I like him more on DraftKings when you get that three-point bonus because he's a guy that can hit, you know, in his last – five games, he said at least three pointers, at least three three pointers in four of them. So, you know, you're getting that extra half point here or there added to it, and he's kind of cheap. So on DraftKings especially, I think uh, Mercer's in play. How do you feel about guys like Chandler Parsons, um, you know, TJ Warren, Chandler Parsons, Jay Crowder? I mean, these are three guys that are all playing like 30-plus minutes a game, you know, but their their game locks have been erratic. They've scored five or six X in a couple of them. And then they've come back with like two and two and a half, three X and a couple other ones. You know, I mean, like I said, for cash, I think you kind of almost have to spend up and take a guy like a George or maybe a Mello or, or go for like a LeBron or, or a Durant if you can afford to. Because um, I just don't think any of these mid-range to cheaper guys are safe enough that I'd be willing to roll them out in cash. In a tournament, sure, you could take a flyer on them. But for cash, I just don't really see anything cheap that you know, it's like a guaranteed 2025 5X kind of guy for me. Yeah, those are all a little bit of a, like a mixed bag in terms of what they can offer you and not a lot of consistency So uh, overall. So um, th- what I'm looking at doing here is um, th- this guy is actually, to me, cash safe right now, and he's super cheap. So uh, you're, you're going to definitely um, – uh, you can tell me what you think about this play, but Shabazz Muhammad has been getting it done on a very consistent basis overall. Uh, he's been playing 22 to th- the high watermark of 34 points against uh, Philadelphia overall. Take a look at the, the price tag payoff here in the last six games for Shabazz. 6.6, 6.1, 7.8, then the dud against Denver, uh, only seven fantasy points in that spot. Then back to 7.3 and 5.8. At under 4K, that's amazing right now. He's so he's playing super six man Vinnie Johnson level right now overall, and he's mostly relying on scoring. But that's fine because that's what he does best. That's his number one asset, his skill set. Um, people forget this. This guy was a lottery pick that people sort of thought was a bust because you know he was a little bit immature when he came up in the league and he got sent to the D league to sort of you know fix his attitude and fix his game. And you know what do you know? This guy is actually a quality quality scorer in the NBA and getting it done. So right now I think you have a uh, a limited window for you to get in on Shabazz Muhammad at the small four position and make hay and cash and GPPs. Uh, what your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, you can't really argue with the production lately. I have to be perfectly honest with you. I have not been watching a lot of Minnesota Timberwolves game. And, um, you know, maybe maybe that's my fault, but I really don't feel like I'm missing much of anything. So <laughs> I, I haven't really seen, like, how they've actually been using them. So mm-hmm. 
maybe tonight on one of the TVs, I'll have to leave the Minnesota game on just to, uh, or, or tomorrow night when they play, just to kind of see how he's getting in there because I didn't even realize he was playing that many minutes lately, you know, or, or putting up those numbers in the, uh, you know, the low to mid 20s. If you can get a guy in, you know, the low to mid 20s that can give you, you know, for $4,000 or less if his price stays down there, I mean, that production is absolutely fine. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, I think it's actually a gravy train right now. But, I mean, we're talking about 7X uh, upside at a low price point, too. So there's your limited window for you to cash in Shabazz Muhammad. I would definitely take advantage. I'm not too worried about the matchup against OKC because, like we talked about, they play paced up. And he's not going to be directly matched up against KD the entire time since he is coming in the six-man role. So you're getting the best situation that you can against a tougher matchup normally uh, in Kevin Durant. But, uh, like you said, the pace is incredible for out of uh, OKC. Probably one of the top on the boards. Uh, for the Tuesday slate. All right, before we move forward here to the power forward position, I want to let you know that, hey, if you're looking for a website, we got it all covered, and you can do it yourself with Wix.com. So no matter what business you're in, Wix has something for you, used by more than 75 million people worldwide. Wix makes it easy to get your website live today. You don't, you need to get the word out about your business, and it all starts with a stunning website. So with hundreds of designer-made, customizable templates to choose from, the drag-and-drop editor, there's no coding needed. You don't need to be a programmer or designer to create something beautiful. You can do it yourself with Wix.com. Wix.com empowers business owners to create their own professional website every day. So when you're running your own business, you're bound to be busy. Too busy to be worrying about your budget, scheduling appointments, and too busy to be building a website for your business. And because you're too busy, it has to be easy. And that's where Wix.com comes in. With Wix.com, it's easy and free. Go to Wix.com to create your own website today. The results will be stunning. All right, let's talk about some stunners at the power forward position here, Benny. Let's talk about your top options here. Yeah, I actually have about 10 names on the list at power Dang. forward. And to be perfectly honest with you, it's tough to narrow them down because they've all been guys who have consistently put up 5 and 6x in their last couple games. So the one guy who makes a lot of sense to me if Anthony Davis is out is uh, Ryan Anderson. You're still getting them below 6K. When when um, Anthony Davis is out, he pretty much gives you a floor of 30 fantasy points with you know an upside of maybe like 40. He's not going to get you 60, um, but he's he's going to be a very viable option. So Anthony Davis out, Ryan Anderson will be in a lot of my rosters. But after that, there there are literally like I said, like six or seven guys that are solid options that you can consider. Um, you have Porzingis, who's gone 5x or better in three of his last four. Back up above the 30-minute mark. Um, you know, his price has dropped back down to a reasonable level in, like, the mid to high sixes. You know, when his price got up there into, like, the 78 79 $8,000 range, you, you needed 50 fantasy points out of this guy to have a good game. And that's just not something you can expect. But you can expect 35 to 45 fantasy points out of him. So when he drops into that 65 6600 range, that's right where we feel like he should be. That's right in the sweet spot. So... I think uh, Porzingis is back in play. You've been getting some big games out of Kevin Love lately, who's also in that same price range. Um, if you want to go a little cheaper, you've been getting some big games out of Dirk Nowitzki, who's been a little cheaper. You've been getting some big na- games out of um, Zach Randolph, who's a guy we talked about on, I don't know if it was the Monday DFS pod or, or the Monday uh, NBA pod. But, you know, like we said, he's back up to play in 28 to 30 minutes. And when he's doing that, he's putting up 30-plus fantasy points. So, you know, he's played 30 minutes or more in one, two, three, four of his last eight games. And in each one of those games except for one, 
he's had a minimum of 37 fantasy points. So I think they're starting to work him back in there. They're starting to put him back in that role. And with him playing, you know, 30-plus minutes and putting up 38, 39 fantasy points at less than 6K, you know, I think he's another guy you got to consider. We also have um, a couple guys that are a little cheaper, like Nikolai Miritich, who's been playing well. You have uh, Larry Nance with, you know, Randall kind of banged up. You have Amir Johnson for the Celtics, who's been putting up, you know, 6 and 7x in most of his recent games. And then even a guy like uh, Jabari Parker from Milwaukee has actually been playing, you know, close to 30 minutes a game and doing a little bit more with it at below 5K if you really needed the save. So, like I said, there are a ton of options at the power forward spot. Um, You know, Ryan Anderson against the Lakers, probably my favorite if there's no Davis, but Mm-hmm. I'm not going to argue with anybody who wants to use any of the guys that I just mentioned on that list. Wow. I, basically, if you play power forward in the NBA on Tuesday, you may be eligible for a recommendation by Benny R11. No, um, there's not. It wasn't all of them, but there's definitely a good. What do we got? Nine games, I think. I, was, I heard about late. I heard about 46 names out of that. No, group. I, I, I mentioned there's there's eight games going on. There were 16 guys. I mentioned eight of them. Okay. So, so basically I, half basically half the league is in a good spot and has been producing good numbers lately where I think the pricing at power forward is just completely off mm-hmm. and I think that there's, you know, other than Anthony Davis, I'm basically okay with using just about everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. I was like if you play power forward and you want you want to come out of retirement, if your name's John Sally, we can get Benny to recommend you at Power Forward no. on Tuesday site on this. Now, show. if Carl if Carl Malone wants to come out of retirement, I will recommend him. I don't know. John Sally might be pushing it a little bit. Okay, all right. I just wanted to see where we could draw the line in GPPs. Yeah. You're like, John Sally? Benny's playing John Sally today? Oh, my God. The spider? All right, so um, the way I'm looking at this here is what, how I want to handle this is two ways. I want to just piggyback on what you said here with, uh, with Brow. If Brow is out, okay – and um, you have Julius Randle, who is also, um, you know, may play, probably will play. Um, but if for some reason that foot injury lingers, then Larry, Nan- Larry Nance Jr. is going to be in a very good spot uh, overall. And uh, he has been pre- uh, producing very well in terms of uh, a price tag payoff perspective. Um, um, 36 minutes against that Utah, double doubles. They are good for 32.75 fantasy points and almost 7x value. So there's one little guy that I'm watching here. Not my top overall play, but that's just a situation I'm monitoring, all right, for at least for GPPs. And then the second guy I wanted to mention here, uh, ba, 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 lost my place. Um, ba, 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 ba. Oh, yeah, um, I want to take a look at uh, uh, Nikola Miritich uh, in this matchup overall. Um, monster game, the key has really picked up um, – the the production level here um, in the past five games paying off anywhere from a range of five x to eight point nine and nine point one in two of the last three um, two of the last those last five contests in that range so he's really heated it up like a microwave uh, overall and priced in low five k range so this is sort of what we hoped we were getting at the beginning of the season and now we're starting to get it a little bit um, things might get a little bit more crowded with Joakim Noah being active so uh, that's another piece to keep in mind but he is playing mostly uh, most of his uh, Know, time at the three so uh, i will be monitoring that situation as well to see how that uh, ends up playing out and uh to see how much exposure i want to get to that matchup all right let's go ahead and put a bow on the show with your top plays here at the center position yeah i actually like the chicago milwaukee game on both sides these two teams played last week we got a seven and a half x game out of pal gasol in that matchup and uh five and a half x game out of greg monroe so both teams play, 
a little bit paced up lately, which is something that most people don't realize is that Milwaukee has been playing a lot faster. And Chicago has been playing faster and worse defense since they put uh, Miritich in there. So I think that both of those guys are, are viable options that are in play. Um, just remember with the Gasol situation, like you said, Noah is back too. So I'm interested to see tonight they play how much playing time these guys get and how Noah being back is going to affect that rotation. Um, you know, the good thing is they've moved Miritich from the power forward role to the small forward role, which opens up minutes that weren't there for the four and five at the beginning of the year. The bad thing is Bobby Portis is also now in the mix, so he's kind of eating some of those minutes up. So now that they have everybody healthy, all the bigs healthy again, you know, I'm kind of interested to see how that'll work itself out. The other two guys that I'm looking at besides Monroe and Gasol in that game are uh, Dwight Howard, who I know everybody likes to stay away from Memphis, but Dwight Howard's been really good lately. In his last five games, he hasn't gone below 5.3x. He's given you a 7x, an 8x, and a 9x. He's put up 50 fantasy points in three of those five games, 40 and 37 in the other two. So he's cash game safe and has shown the upside lately, and he's only about $7,000. He's right above that $7,000 range. (coughs) So he's somebody I like a lot. Then another guy who I'll be using in my cash games again, I've been rolling out Zaza Pachulia for about a week straight in cash games, and we've been talking about him here. The guy just puts up 34 fantasy points all the time. If you want a 40-point upside game, he's not going to give it to you. Mm -hmm. But if you want a 25-point floor, he's not going to give you that either. He's going to give you 32 to 35 fantasy points, whether you like it or not. And for 6K, I like it. Yeah, you should like it overall. So those are actual lock, stock, uh, cash game options. So I'm definitely uh, with you uh, 110% with that call overall. I think what what I want to do here is... Take a look at my lineups on 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 Tuesday and evaluate whether or not I can make room for Pal Gasol in this spot because he's got a great matchup overall, matched up as uh, against an undersized Craig Monroe. So we're talking about a legit seven footer here playing against like a six nine nine uh, Greg Monroe. So um, I think this is a good spot for you to get some exposure to Milwaukee. They're league average ish in terms of DVP, but this is a spot where Greg Monroe has been struggling on offense. I think it also helps lead to um, struggles on the defensive end when you keep shooting like five for seventeen, five for eighteen, and you know, and game after game. So it's been a, a tough uh, sledding for him overall, and I think this is one of the top projected options that we can come up with. Did have a tough game against Atlanta, but I like to just say, okay, no big deal about Atlanta. That's a um, a different team where the game got out of hand very quickly, just like from the first quarter for the Chicago Bulls. So before that had been super consistent, paid off a, a price tag payoff of 5.9, 7.1, and 6.7 in the last three games with 47, 55, and 52 games uh, in terms of DraftKings scoring overall. You know, we're talking about big double-doubles here, like 17 and 18, 26 and 11, 19 and 13 with six assists and four blocks. He's been doing it all, and he's been just an absolute monster in terms of you know providing value in every spot possible. Even drop two trays uh, there uh, against Milwaukee, and take a look at what he did specifically against Milwaukee. He had the best game of this four-game set that I just mentioned with 55.75 fantasy points. Uh, against Greg Monroe. So he used and abused him, and I'm willing to go back to the well. I don't care that it's on the road. Uh, they do. They did have a day off in between, so I'm going to give some extra exposure uh, to Pau Gasol as my top option at center for the Tuesday slate. Anybody else that you want to uh, toss in the ring before we move on? Um, I, don't th- I, don't, I actually don't have anybody listed down here below Zaza, so let me just take a look if there's any 
You know, like Steven Adams had a good game the other day. That's he might the guy. Be a... That's the guy I would have. I would actually just was going to bring up if you had not. Mm-hmm. So, super okay. cheap punt territory. Um, just really quickly here, forty one hundred is the price as the last three games. Um, six point seven, eight point oh, low low point of four point five, which is not that terrible for that price point. Doesn't kill you. And then five point four and seven point eight, um, and has been keeping the miss minutes like in the twenty twenty five range, and uh, double double twice in uh, the past four games. So uh, I think he's very very reasonable if you feel the need to go super cheap at the center position. And you're not paying up for Palgasol. Yeah, right. that's. I mean, honestly, that's about it. I mean, you can look at. Depending on how things work out, you might get some increased minutes out of, like, a Jenka, but not really loving that. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, looking down here, I mean, you know, the Boban argument, I think, is a better one to make for Monday night's game than Tuesday's game. Yeah, it is. And, you know, I mean, with Alex Len definitely out, do we think Tyson Chandler gets a big bump? I think he's pretty cheap. Um, but like I said, I mean, I'm I'm literally grasping at straws right here. I mean, I think Tyson Chandler... Could also be a very intriguing cheap option. He's less than four thousand dollars. Indiana's the matchup that we've been targeting all year long. And if Alex Lynn is definitely out, um, Alex Lynn. I'm sorry, I said Lynn like he's Jeremy Lynn. Um, if Alex Lynn is definitely out, I think Tyson Chandler will have a bigger day. But you know, they could also go with that small lineup where they've been throwing uh, you know Mirza in there at the center spot and you know, kind of kind of working around him there. But I think if you get 25 minutes out of Tyson Chandler in this matchup against Indiana, he's going to get you 25 fantasy points. And for $4,000, I think that'll be useful too. So he would probably be the one cheap option that, you know, is kind of intriguing to me if uh, Alex Len is out. Yeah, I'm with you 1,000%. I think that's a, that's a great call overall. And that's going to wrap it up for the Rotowire DFS podcast for the Tuesday edition, first Tuesday edition of the season. Thanks for everybody to getting their um, comments and saying, hey, we'd like to get you guys on Monday and Tuesday. Where are you guys at? Uh, so we uh, pleaded to the to upper management, and they said, all right, let's go ahead and get this going. Football season has wrapped. We're going to green light you. So we definitely appreciate it. You can always check out the Rotowire DFS podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and check out Benny on Twitter at BennyR11 and send all your comments, complaints, and questions to me on Twitter as well at Josh Hayes FS. All right, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>